welcome to the Spiritual Awakenings podcast. I'm David Lorimer, co-editor of a new book, Spiritual Awakenings, Scientists and Academics Describe Their Experiences. It's published by the Academy for the Advancement of Post-Materialist Sciences and is available in paperback and Kindle editions. In this series of weekly podcasts, we'll be sharing the 57 original essays together with introductions and epilogue from my co-editor, Professor Marjorie Willicott. We hope you enjoy them. Part 7. STEs Triggered by Psychic Experiences Psychic experiences also play a significant role in triggering spiritual awakenings, or STEs. It is interesting that in the U.S. and Europe, psychic phenomena have been experienced by a substantial portion of the population, ranging from 21 to 34 percent in Europe and 25 to 50 percent in the U.S. for such phenomena as telepathy, clairvoyance, and contact with the dead. Yet many people in our culture consider these to be simple, random occurrences that we incorrectly interpret as having spiritual significance. The STEs in this section ranged from a young woman having a shared experience of seeing her deceased grandfather bring her mother onto shore after she was in a swimming incident, to communication from a friend who had recently and unexpectedly died when struck by a car, and an apparently miraculous self-healing through an energy healing practice. Were these triggered by a quieting of mental activity? It is not clear from the essays. However, it may be that a quiet mind allows a clearer perception of these phenomena when they occur. As you read these essays, we invite you to look back on your own experiences to see if these readings trigger any memories for you of events that may have originally been interpreted as mere coincidences, but may have been more than this, and possibly true psi phenomena. From Depression to Transcendent Non-Duality by Helene Wabe My spiritual awakening evolved as a series of leaps of deepening knowingness. It continues to unfold to this day, and I imagine that it will never stop. The first spiritual leap I can remember was when my uncle died suddenly from a heart attack during a running race. Faced with mortality, I pondered what it meant to die. I had an intuition or noetic experience that my true essence was not limited to my physical body. Around the same time, my mother initiated me into the esoteric world of trans-channeling. We attended weekly meetings at my grandparents' house, where 30 to 40 people watched my uncle and sometimes my grandmother trans-channel. I found it fascinating and frightening, the strangeness of it all. Sometimes the being directly communicated specific messages for me. Observing my relatives channel various beings and bring forth incredible information neither of them knew from their personal selves was world-changing. My worldview was forever changed. I had little doubt that my relatives were channeling something other than their personal selves. I cannot say whether the source was their higher selves, 
collective consciousness, or non-physical beings. I can say that my uncle could not fake the different voices, the mannerisms, the accents, and especially the knowledge he brought forth during channeling. He was only a high school graduate at the time, and some of the knowledge he shared during his trance states was far beyond his education. I was imprinted at a young age that there were invisible realms my five senses could not perceive, things not taught in school, church, or anywhere else. These two leaps expanded my awareness of non-physical aspects of reality, supporting the manifestation of my career in alternative medicine. I chose naturopathic medicine rather than allopathic medicine because of its more holistic approach to health and healing. The physicalist model to health and healing focusing on symptoms and the physical did not resonate with me, nor did I think it represented the complete picture of our bodies and its interaction with the mental, emotional, energetic, and spiritual aspects. Like many other spiritual seekers, my next big leap in spiritual awakening began with a dark night of the soul. I was married and had an 11-month-old child when my marriage fell apart. The breakup sent me into a whirlwind of emotions, sadness, grief, anger, and then into a deep, deep depression. I went into a downward spiral of despair and did not see a way out. Synchronistically, I went to a darshan with Leslie Temple Thurston of Core Light. I felt a deep resonance and connection to her and the organization's work. I began extensive processing work using tools I learned that focused on balancing the dual nature of our physical world. I finally understood and cleared many patterns of my ego, a conglomeration of ancestral, familial, archetypical, and personal patterns. I processed the main human archetypes of victim, tyrant, rebel, savior, and martyr. I strengthened my witness. The witness is a metacognitive awareness usually associated with our higher selves, our awake self, that can observe and notice the ego self having thoughts, experiencing emotions, and acting out particular behaviors. By acknowledging and witnessing duality, for example, good-bad, worthy-worthless, victim-tyrant, and the intention to unify that duality, I achieved greater alignment with non-dual balanced states such as unconditional love, equanimity, and compassion. Simultaneously, I learned how to meditate and began a regular meditation practice. The more I cleared my patterns, the more easeful my meditation practice was. I quickly experienced a transcendent oneness state during meditation that solidified an understanding that I was so much more than my physical body. My consciousness expanded beyond my personal self. The I associated with Helene dissolved. I was aware and a part of everything around me. The state was timeless and blissful and ineffable. My continued ability to go into transcendent states during meditation only reinforces my inner knowing that I am more than my body and that my consciousness is not limited to it. 
My clinical practice benefited from having this intrinsic knowledge as I could incorporate multiple levels for healing. It also led me through a beautiful series of synchronistic events to be working at the Institute of Noetic Sciences. I can now freely research the various aspects of non-local consciousness and support others to study and nurture these capacities within themselves. At IONS, we speak of the noetic handshake, a synergy between science and direct experience. I can talk until I am blue in the face about the many studies that demonstrate our consciousness extends beyond the physical. However, suppose the person I'm talking to has not had a direct experience themselves. In that case, accepting those findings is difficult for them. I find that direct experience, or what this book might call the spiritual awakening, is the quickest and most reliable way for someone to understand the expanded nature of consciousness. What I find most challenging about spiritual awakening experiences is that they are so profound and life-changing, but cannot be adequately described with words. They are ineffable. We want to share our transformative experiences with others, yet words so inadequately impart the enormity of the experience, we feel at a loss. I'm deeply grateful that my career path allows me to delve into our capacity to describe, study, and nurture spiritual awakening experiences in myself and others. I look forward to where my personal and professional awakening journey will take me. Thanks so much for downloading the Spiritual Awakenings podcast. Do join us for the next episode.